Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we are live. Joey Harrington coming up in 30 minutes. We'll talk about the uh, Oregon-Oregon State game. Uh, Cal got a stop. from. Uh, they stopped UCLA at third and fourth down and got the ball back, down seven, driving, and it appears on fourth and sixth they did pick up the first down. He had about the 40-yard line. and then. But uh, then the guy fumbled. Fumble! So I think our Cal bet is no more. UCLA picks it up, and they'll be able to uh, kneel out. Nah. We game. will set your college football DBR big day in college football tomorrow. We'll do that next. Well, that was a great play. Like sometimes fumbles, you just you know you, you can be uh, you can blame the guy. That's a great play. The UCLA guy like actually punches the ball like right at it. That's a that's just that's a great defensive play. And then um, in the club, you know, this is a no prep Friday. Yeah. By the way, we did not prepare this show because well, well, it's Friday after Thanksgiving, and we're we resent the fact that we're here. So uh, we've still done quality radio for you. At least as best we can. <laughs> um, but it's amazing how things just sort of pop up. Like, for example, er- earlier in the show, the Iowa-Nebraska game. It just evolved. Gave us content. Yes. And now something from Ryan Buckley, our producer, which we will get to in the club. But Buckley has just forwarded. So Kanye West, uh-huh. do you know him? I do. Well, not personally. But can we talk about, too, how Buckley, the tentacles of Ryan yeah. Buckley... Yeah, they're uh, they're wide and, and varied. Now, this is something that seems odd, but it is from Buckley's brothers. No, it's it's friends, from it's wife's, from my friend's wife's friend who is a flight attendant. Yeah, who is a flight attendant. And this is all documented like it's <laughs> it. You can she has a picture with Kanye West. Yes. Kanye West. They were flying from LAX to San Francisco to Miami. Yeah. And Kanye West was on both legs. And they met at uh, Mar-a-Lago. They were going down to meet the uh, the former POTUS. Well, that's what he... that Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that when we tell you what, what he told her he was doing. But he was on both legs, and she said he was sitting in coach, 
And that's odd. Yeah, that is very odd. I thought he was like worth a billion dollars. Although that uh, that whole uh, anti-Jew thing that hurt the uh, the pocketbook, but still, I would assume there's some frequent flyer miles built up there. And yeah, or uh, yeah, uh, it's yeah. weird. But anyway, um, she has proof of that too. She shows the <laughs> the seat, and then his he's name like, is on it. He's like in twenty four F. Yeah, exactly. All right. And so right before beverage cart service, she said he got up to go to the bathroom, and he went in there, and then when he came out. She started talking to him because she was back there getting the beverages ready. Yeah. And what she said that they talked about is great. <laughs> and uh, we will have that in the club. Look, I'm just going to say this for the record. Uh, I think Kanye West is a giant putz of galactic proportions. But. Well, to me, he's crazy. He is. Like, he's just insane. But of, of all the people that you could say, because you're on an airplane, you're not going to have any sort of deep, meaningful conversation with anybody, right? Nothing life-changing has happened. You're just looking for something that would be entertaining to pass some time i'll bet you sitting next to that crazy son of a bitch for an hour or two that's probably worth your time to sit down and listen you're gonna see and hear some stuff and she did yeah all in a matter of 30 seconds while they stood there <laughs> but um we'll have that for you tonight see how things just yeah, content just, just comes it, it happens and that will be at six right now right now the hot five at five oh! Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. All right, well, we got a lot of college basketball going on. Because, well, tournaments. It's that time of year. The uh, battle for Atlanta, the bad boy mowers. Thank you. Battle for Atlantis <laughs> final. Not shortchange bad boy mowers. Attitude for 20 years. Tennessee leads Kansas 17 16 late first. Um, at the PKI, Gonzaga Purdue later. Sorry, that's the PKL, Bill Knight Legacy. There's two of those, remember. At the PKI, Oregon plays Michigan State later. And the winner of that gets. The Portland Pilots, who knocked off Villanova today, yes. 83-71. UP yesterday, damn near knocked off number one North Carolina, and then today they gave uh, Villanova the business. Come on. Uh, Duke won today. Uh, they beat Xavier 71-64, so they move on to the final of the Legacy Tournament. North Carolina got upset by Iowa State. So North Carolina, as you said, you know, the UP game. Not playing well. North Carolina advanced, but they lost today to Iowa State 70-65. to and the Oregon State ladies number four play uh, Iowa tonight. Kansas, by the way, 16-17 right now. First uh, half against Tennessee. I, I just said that in the chat. I didn't see. I didn't hear you uh, giving me Kansas. Thanks for paying attention. Sorry for the big show. I was trying to throw some Kansas some love. Well, some that's what I said. Dish. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis, yeah. and you were like, "Thank you." And then I gave the score, and you didn't even hear it. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, that's not pulling up. Anyway, these brackets are hard to follow. That's all I got for you on that. Uh, let's look at uh, Zer's Knicks. The Blazers are playing. You forgot about them, didn't you? No, I did not, because oh. they have not been playing very well. Well, Drew Eubanks is out. Um, They're expecting, though, Trenton Walford to get some extended minutes tonight. So they just keep dropping like flies. Uh, Jeremy Grant has 10, but the Blazers are losing at the end of the first quarter to the Knicks. 31-25. The Knicks are 9-9. Nine and nine. Blazers have what? Three in a row they've dropped, if I'm not mistaken. Now 10 and 8 on the year. 
stupid Zers. I think it might be four. Is it is it three or is it four? I think, I think it's four of five. Four of five. Yeah. We knew this road trip was going to be tough. No good. Oh, nope. They have. They've lost uh, one, two, three. Yeah, four in a row. Lost to the Nets, the Jazz, the Bucks, and the Cavs. Tonight would be five if they cannot come back against your New York Knicks. Football today. Uh, Florida, Florida State currently playing. Uh, first quarter early. That one is seven to seven. Now Iowa, all they needed to do was beat Nebraska. Three and eight, Nebraska. By the way, they needed to beat them to go to the Big Ten title game, but uh, they were unable to do that. They lost twenty four seventeen. Now their quarterback got hurt early, but that doesn't matter because they have the worst offense in college football. So now we scan ahead. If Purdue beats Michigan State tomorrow, then Purdue will play the winner of Michigan and Ohio State. Mm. Arizona beat Arizona State in the Territorial Cup. That thing was bananas. 38-35. Multiple ejections, multiple turnovers. The mascot And a mascot fight. fight. Sparky gave uh, Wilbur the Wildcat a two-piece, hit him with a one-two, and spun his head around. Uh, Cal just lost to UCLA, although a good game, 35-28. Boise State beat Utah State, 42-23. Texas um, is... They're, they're holding out hope that they can go to the Big 12 title game. They needed to win today to, uh, to, to have that opportunity. They also need Kansas State to lose to Kansas tomorrow. Texas did beat Baylor 38-27. And North Carolina lost to NC State. Which damages uh, Clemson even yeah. more because they're going to play in the, the ACC title game. And now North Carolina probably will be unranked. Yeah, that game went to uh, two overtimes. And NC State uh, knocked off the Tar Heels 32 32- uh, 27. One other score, Missouri beat Arkansas 29. And no one cares. 27. And no, they don't. <laughs> uh, Nebraska hopes to have a deal finalized in the next few days with Matt Rule yes. to be their next head football coach. Well, I mean, if you look at what Matt Rule built, what he built at Temple, and then how he took that Baylor program, which was in terrible shape and turned around in a couple years, one would assume that this is a very good hire on the part of Nebraska, but we all thought that about um, Scott Frost. So if Matt Rule can't succeed there, can't we just accept the fact now that this is a bad job at Nebraska? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I mean that's a good hire. This is a good hire. Yeah. But this is interesting because Dennis Dodd last week said that Rule turned down Nebraska. Yeah. But we don't know if that's oh. one. And by the way, in the Lane Kiffin drama, remember Lane Kiffin was calling out the reporter who said that he was going to Auburn. And the original tweet where he denied it and kind of ripped him for his sources, Lane Kiffin has deleted that tweet. Oh, dear. Just something, oh dear. something to keep an eye on. Lane apparently has gone back on Twitter and uh, has deleted oh some of the tweets of him uh, criticizing the reporter's sources. Hey, is this number one? Are we on number one? We are on number one. Okay, good. Is it about the bad boy mowers in Kansas again? Because they only have one story left. <laughs> uh, the United States played England today in a very big World Cup game. And for the first time since 1950, the U.S. shut out a European opponent. Opponent. There's a problem here. Though. Yes, they were also shut out. Yes. So now, it was a, am I pronouncing? Am I saying this right? If I say it was a nil-nil draw, that is correct. Now, and here, it was it was as boring as you think it was. Uh, I beg to differ because the report is that the United States dominated England. In a nil-nil draw. I don't know how you dominate a nil-nil draw, but apparently the United States did. I saw many tweets that said the U.S. won 0-0. <laughs> but now the oh, U.S. has God. put themselves in a bit of a pickle. Why? So Tuesday. So got a couple days. But on Tuesday, they are going to play Iran. 
And Iran is coming off the huge upset of Wales. They beat Wales 2 0. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it was a huge deal. Can I say 2 to nothing? Or is that wrong? No, you can say 2 nothing. 2 yeah, nothing. Nil's just like slang. It's like saying bucks instead of dollars. Oh, okay. So now they have put themselves in a bind because they're playing the upstart Iranians. And the only way for the U.S. to move on into the knockout round is to beat. Not tie. No more ties. No more ties. They have to beat. It doesn't matter the score. They so it have doesn't to, matter the goal count? It, nope. It's if they beat win. Iran, they are through. Okay. If they do not, if they, they tie or lose, the U.S. is out. Your which, soccer bro Suk is 100% correct. Which, okay. which I, am, I, am being, exciting. I am being told that this would be a kind of a monumental collapse. For as good as the U.S. thought, as good as people thought the U.S. were going to be in this cup, for a very favorable bracket with only really England in their way and tying England, if they find a way to not get out, this would be a a really bad mark on the U.S. team. Hmm. So Tuesday, but today, so what am I? How am I supposed to feel about the nil-nil draw? Good well, so, about it. Well, basically, it's it's fine if you think that they can beat Iran, but the problem is with. I mean, basically, you can't have a tie scenario anymore because of the fact that Wales already lost to them. So, so what if what if they had beaten England? We would be rejoicing today, right? It would like, be that big, would be a it, huge it be deal. Huge. If they'd be and if they beat England, it would be a virtual lock that they're moving on. Yeah. Why? Because they would only then have to probably tie Iran yes. to move to move on in the in the for, following. For game. instance, like the England has their next game. There is, a, I think, it's Saudi Arabia. And the only way England wouldn't move on is if they lost by worse than five nothing. Well, wouldn't they play Wales? <laughs> is it Wales? They're, they're, whoever... They would play Wales because you don't play outside your group, right? But so, so now though they're in their group. Wales has has a tie and a loss. No, you said England. You said England. Yes, Saudi Arabia is not in their group. Oh, sorry. Oh no, not not the Saudis. No, not the Saudis. England is who? Whoever it's Eng- England, Wales, Wales, the U.S. And Iran. Okay, so they're playing Wales. Uh, then England is. England has to lose five nothing for them to not to advance. Right. Mm, that's and not going to happen. I that's bet. not going to happen. But is it me that I- am I wild to say that? Uh, of course they'll score. A, they'll beat Iran. Right. Well, England. everyone thought the Welsh would beat Iran, and the Welsh lost two nothing to them today. But the, the well, English beat Iran six two. So that's the, right. the big question: is what Iran team are you going to get? Well, just score a damn goal. How about yeah, that? that'd be nice. Well, what's happened in Iran is crazy because obviously they've got a bit of a political upheaval going on right now. And I guess this World Cup is a big deal. So originally the players there didn't sing the national anthem, and that pissed some people off. And it's there's turmoil and protesters and supporters of the regime back in Iran. I mean, it is Thunderdome over yeah. there, and it's all centered around you know the World Cup right now. We'll set your college football DVR for tomorrow. Uh, coming up next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm seeing here where uh england soccer fans are cringing over something that the usa fans did at the world club uh, world clips at the world cup match today mm-hmm I guess, uh, and this guy, it doesn't help that the guy leading the chant is wearing a cowboy hat and he looks like an insurrectionist. Oh, boy. But they're waving their American flags around, and this is before the match, just a group of U.S. fans, and they're chanting, it's called soccer. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And we're, apparently we're the, doing that? the England, well, they were, and the England fans are cringing over that. Mm. I would imagine most... Uh, American soccer fans are cringing over that. I'm cringing over that. Yeah. Uh, setting your college football DVR, we'll have Joey Harrington on the uh, Civil War game coming up next. But uh, we've got a lot of action today, as we've been pointing out to you. UCLA uh, beat Cal. Florida, Florida State playing right now. Iowa lost to Nebraska. North Carolina lost to NC State. Texas beat Baylor. And, uh, oh, the one score I didn't give in the hot five, Tulane. This was a top 25 matchup. Tulane beat Cincinnati 27-24. Yeah, you forget about little old Tulane. They were they could get a good bowl game yeah. with that win. Well, and, and once we go to the expanded playoff, those games are going to become way more important because that could be a place in the table. So it's not a full slate tomorrow, but uh, here's what you have. Georgia is number one. They are playing Georgia Tech. That will be a 9 a.m. game on ESPN. Georgia Tech, not very good. Don't have a coach. And Georgia, I mean, they're Georgia, but they're not playing for anything. The SEC title game is set. It will be Georgia and LSU regardless of what happens tomorrow 9 a.m uh abc is clemson south carolina now the cox just uh took out tennessee yes and you know so some think maybe uh, they could take out clemson too well and again this doesn't have an impact on the acc title game that's going to be north carolina it's going to be clemson but clemson at number eight in the rankings is still holding out hope that if they can beat south carolina beat north carolina in the acc title game and some chaos happens in front of them see USC losing that Clemson may be able to slip their way into the playoff. Yeah, the big one, um, 9 a.m., is the biggest game of the day. Yep. So if you want to watch Michigan, number three, at number two, Ohio State, it is the big nooner on Fox at nine. Well, and, and that the winner of that goes on to play more than likely now Purdue, of all people, 
in the Big Ten title game. But keep an eye on that because if that is a close game, if that ends up being a three-point game, last-second field goal sort of thing, especially if Michigan loses on the road, don't underestimate the the power of the committee to end up with Michigan and Ohio State both in the tournament, especially if you get some uh, some other things that happen, like see USC or Clemson losing again. Yeah, or TCU. Right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. No, I, I could see that for sure. Um, I you missed dropping the bank yesterday. We we presented your picks to the people, but um, I'm I think Buck too. We're both on Ohio State. Yeah, and the reason being is, well, one, it's the Michigan is a huge public favorite. Everybody's like, oh, Michigan, this is going to be close. I'm not so sure, man. If that if their run game is as banged up as they say it is, Ohio State's defense is really good. It's the number thirteen run defense in the country. They have revenge on their mind from last year, and it's a total mismatch at quarterback. Yeah. I don't see it being that hard for Ohio State to get that second score and get a cover in that game. Well, and not that Ohio State has been dominant all year, but Michigan has looked very, very vulnerable, including last week where we all thought Michigan was about to go down, and they pulled that one out of the fire. And let's also not forget, until last year when Michigan had won that game, Ohio State had absolutely bludgeoned them um, recently in, in in this series. So... Up until that, I think Ohio State had won, I, I want to say it was like 15 out of 16. So this has been very one-sided here over the last two decades. Do you think Michigan is overrated based on their schedule? Or do you think they are legit? They just, I mean, it, it's, it's not their fault they haven't played really anyone yet. Do you think they're really good? a really good team who hasn't played anyone? Or are they a little overvalued because of who they play? I think they're a little overvalued. I think Michigan's good. I like their defense. And obviously they can run the ball a little bit. But... When up until this point, your best win is Penn State, it's hard. And we were talking about this yesterday. They've played, so their defense is ranked number one. Yeah. Um, but they have played seven of the bottom 35 offenses in the country. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't, I, it's, it's sad to say at the end of the year, and this is the problem with college football. And by the way, shame on Michigan for playing Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn in your non conference. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. So I have no if 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 they lose at Ohio State and get left out, I have no I have no one or I have no sympathy whatsoever. Yeah, but if they get in with that schedule, yeah. then they're like, see, we shouldn't have played anyone. From what I've seen from Michigan this year, this is a good team, but I think that they are slightly overvalued, and I I'll, I'll take Ohio State in this game too. And it's at the shoe. Auburn at Alabama, twelve thirty, CBS. Uh, that game is stupid uh, <laughs> this year, especially. Um, <laughs> I just want that. Can we have that clip? That game is stupid. Yeah, we don't. I mean, I don't know. The spread's like 23. Yeah. Uh, Purdue, Indiana has become big. You you keep saying Purdue is playing Michigan State. They are not. I thought they were playing. Oh, it's Indiana. They're playing Indiana. And it's at Indiana. And Purdue now needs to win that game, uh, I think, in order to get into the Big Ten title yes. game. But we'll double check that. It is. If Purdue wins. They I, are in. I was wrong. I thought they were playing Michigan State. But, yes, if Purdue wins, now that Iowa lost, all Iowa had to do was beat Nebraska, and they're in. Since they're out now, Purdue wins, they're in. Now, if Purdue loses, then I believe it goes to Illinois. And if Illinois wins... They're playing at Northwestern. They're playing at Northwestern. Then I believe it's Illinois that gets in, but Purdue controls their own fate. Okay, so that'll be on the Big Ten Network at 1230. But uh, the the real game at 1230 is uh, one of the top matchups of the weekend, and that is number 9 Oregon at number 21 Oregon State. Love this. You can watch it on ABC. Uh, I hate to say it, but I think the Beavers are going to win this game. Yeah, we both like the Beavers in this one. It's only a three-point game. 
And you had a fun one. In their last 12 games, Oregon State 12-1 and at the Big Burrito, 11-1, 11-1, and 12-0 and and against the spread. Yeah. Oregon State has a little something. And if to me, this game boils down to offensive line and quarterback. If the two big linemen up front for Oregon, Forsyth and Walk, and Bo Nix are out, or the linemen are out and Nix is beat up, I think Oregon State gets them. If Nix is healthy and is able to go, that's a total game changer. I'm jazzed for this one, though. And remember, if Oregon wins, they play USC in the Pac-12 title game. If Oregon loses, then there's still a bunch, break of, is bunch of scenarios that have to play out. Utah is at Colorado, uh, 1 o'clock, Pac-12 Network. Uh, TCU, um, you know, they're undefeated. They still have to finish this off. Yep. Uh, they're, they're in the Big Ten, uh, 12 title game, but they need they still need to win um, in order to, you know, just for uh, college playoff. football playoff. Um, positioning. Cachet. Positioning, right. They're playing Iowa State. That's at one on Fox. LSU, Texas A&M. LSU is in the hunt, of course. They are a two-loss team, but they're going to the SEC title game. They cannot afford to lose another game. No. So if they lose this game... They're likely out of the college football playoff, even if they win the SEC. That's kind of a weird one, but yeah. can you imagine the SEC champ not getting into the tournament? But, but as a three-loss team, they wouldn't go. They, they wouldn't go. Oh, they would not. And LSU, Especially if you lose to Texas A&M, because they're terrible. Texas A&M is like a three-win, a three-win team, so yeah, that ain't happening. So that's at four on ESPN. Um, Notre Dame-USC is the other big one. That's a 4-30 game on ABC. I love this game. This is going to be exciting. I, I don't know about the point spread. Because I, I fear the Caleb Williams USC offense. Like, they could one touchdown and they cover, right? Because of the spread six. Yeah. But I just, I have a feeling this could be a pretty damn good game. Absolutely. And, you know, for, again, Notre Dame, we talked about this with Oregon and Oregon State. Oregon's got a lot to play for, and all Oregon State is doing is trying to ruin Oregon's season. This is Notre Dame, who, by the way, give Notre Dame some credit. After falling flat on their ass at the beginning of this year and losing to Ohio State and Marshall. And then, my God, they lost to Stanford. Wrap your head around that. And all of a sudden, they are playing good football. Beat BYU, beat Syracuse, beat Clemson, beat Boston College, and now they got a chance to ruin USC season and knock USC out of the national championship talk. I mean, this is... I'll give Notre Dame some credit. This is... This you is, should, because you called them a bad team. They were bad. In the year. They were. They're pretty good. That's going to be great. And then um, Kansas, Kansas State, uh, K-State... Actually, if K-State loses, they do not go to the Big 12 title game. It's Texas. Really? Yeah, did you know that? I didn't know that. I, I thought I thought K-State had, had punched their ticket. No, they need, they need because Texas won today, they need to beat Kansas. Uh, 5 o'clock on Fox for that one. And then the Apple Cup is Washington, Washington State, of course. 7.30, a late one, ESPN. Uh, the Cougs won last year, but uh, prior to that... Uh, the Huskies had won 10 of 11 matchups. Yeah, they rolled in this one as of late. But no uh, no Chris Peterson, no Jimmy Lake. And it was that defense that always gave Washington State some problems, and UW's defense hasn't given many people problems. So there is setting your college football DVR. Hey, let me just say this. Tomorrow, it's a great slate it's of games. It's a great slate. A lot to watch. i got to tell you, man, I love this week of sports. Yes. It's just a fun yep. week. Always something on. Yep. It's served by Laurelwood Brewing Company, bringing great food and award-winning beer to Portland and beyond for 21 years. Check out their daily happy hour. And while you're there, throw some axes with Celtic Axe. All right, Joey Harrington is going to join us next. We will get into what he thinks uh, will happen in the Oregon-Oregon State game, and uh, we'll do that. Two segments with Joey for his weekly hit uh, coming up next. But first, Buck with Sports. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. Football Fridays with Joey Harrington. The day after Thanksgiving, we have a few uh, loose ends to tie up before we get to the uh, game formerly known as the Civil War. Or shall we call it the game with no name? <laughs> what is it? Like the platypus? I don't know. Where are we? The platy? Is that what they're calling it? Well, I, I think there's some people that are trying because it's, it's for the platypus trophy. So I think some people are trying to call it the platy. I don't hate that. <laughs> uh, how was your Thanksgiving? My, my Thanksgiving, we we got all sorts of things. Like, yeah, um, I, I assumed you were starting with soccer, and then I got the Thanksgiving. <laughs> but then there was no. the pla- like the game with no name. Like, I, my mind went in so many different directions. Right. Um, my Thanksgiving was was great. Kind of mellow this year. Um, yeah. Okay. Kind of hung around during the day and um, kicked the ball around with the boys, and and then went and ate some turkey. Dark or white? Oh, I'm dark. Yeah, it's really oh, the only, it's the only way to go. Dark, and, and here's the here's the here's the the only correct answer to the the question of what is well. There's lots of questions. The best part of the meal is the stuffing. Hundred percent has to have, but it has to have sausage in it. Okay. Um, and or gravy on top of it, and mm-hmm. it's called stuffing, not dressing. Um, the question about are cranberries any good? They can be as long as they're actually made and from actual cranberries and not coming out of a can. Uh, and what are the other questions? Green bean casserole. There was no green bean casserole at, um, our table. Best time any to questions eat. I'm Let me just say for the record, Best. there, there is not a single thing you just said that I disagree no, with. I, I agree with that. That is, uh, you've thought about this. Yeah. And I, that's I, what we want. From I you. appreciate it. What is the best time of day well, to eat? This is what we were discussing on Wednesday. I would give, there's a lot of, it, it depends on how your day plays out, right? It depends on if it's a large gathering or a small gathering. Mm. And what is involved with the rest of your day? I would argue for the five o'clock mm. time frame, mm. controversial because it's late enough. It's close. It's 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 an early dinner time. However, it allows you to kind of marinate and talk with family and come back for seconds, and then still leaves room for dessert at a time that isn't like, hey, it's nine o'clock and people want to go home, and it still allows you to catch a little bit of football. You know, after dinner, should you choose to go that route? I, you know, I, I people who say earlier, like the four o'clock, it's not dinner time. It's not dinner time. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not ready to eat t- turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes. Um, th- that just doesn't happen at like three forty-five. So I don't know. Okay. 
Well, this is where we. This is where we. You diverge. Yeah. No. I I go. Well, Buck and I determined that on Wednesday that we feel like the sweet spot is between one and four. And I know it's not dinner time yet, but at the same time, Thanksgiving's a very different day. It's like you only eat once. And so. When I've already started earlier, at like 11. Exactly. So, well, and you've yeah. already started snacking as well. Oh, 100%. Remember that. Yeah, we do appetizers. Like, yeah. Like starting at like 10.30, food's already being laid out. So there, there's uh, a. There's your problem. Yeah, things there's are. Problem. You know, things have uh, been put in motion that can't be undone. You know, like I'm eating, no, I'm eating no, pot stickers at like 10.30. It's all wrong. You're you're approaching all things all wrong here. Is what you need to do is you need to wait until, you know, ten thirty, eleven o'clock ish to have like a a mild brunch, right? You you fill the you know, or you you satiate the tank. You don't fill the tank, but you you give it nourishment to be able to last until that four o'clock snacking time. So then you can have the five o'clock mm-hmm. dinner. Yeah, because if you start putting if you start going at it at ten thirty, yeah, you're going to be eaten by by one. Yeah. Because you can't, it's like a train or it's like a boulder rolling down the hill. You can't stop it once but you start it. I feel like you're one of those skinny guys with discipline. Uh, <laughs> most of us are not. And once we start, it keep, especially if we're drinking, yeah. I mean, you need to serve us earlier. In my family, I don't know if so you So when does the first drink hit the, when does it hit the lips? That's another question. It was like about well, 10. For me, yesterday it was about 10.30. Yeah, I was going to say about 10.30, 10.45. Mimosas were being made. And then the problem with that is, like, my family, because we do a non-traditional Thanksgiving. We do we always do, like, an Asian Thanksgiving. So it's, like, at, like, 1045, not only were mimosas being had, but the crab rangoo came out, the crab puffs. And then after the crab puffs came the egg rolls. And then after the egg rolls came spinach artichoke dip. And by then, the brown has already come out. And, like you said, you can't undo that. It's it's it's, it's on. Well, you can't just pace yourself. I mean, you no. Have to just, you have to... I don't know. Yeah, it's, don't know. It's we look at this well, No, no, no. And, and we, we, we don't disagree in anything that we're saying. Right now. We're simply starting at different times, okay. right? You okay. start with the liquid at 1030, which then means that you're going to be, you know, you're going to be full on dinner by 130. Yeah. I, I started about 132 o'clock, right. which, you know, you get the ball rolling. And after a couple out, then it's five o'clock when I meet, right? So it's, yeah. it's simply just yeah. the, the time, the designated time yeah. at which you are beginning the festivities that dictate the rest of the day. Rob, you hit it on the head when you said that Joey's a skinny guy with discipline. Like, that is what this boils down to is... He doesn't know what it's like to be us. No, he we have no discipline, whereas right. Joey is a man of focus like, and discipline. Just in that example there, we can't start drinking at one thirty. I can't, I don't have the discipline to wait until then. And what am I supposed to do the rest of the day? Yeah, i got early I, football on. It's a wasted morning. <laughs> okay, but hold, but, but hold on. I've got kids. Right, mm. who are like, hey, Dad, let's go play, let's go play, let's go play. Yeah, so what do you that, do? Yeah. You go out and you go play, right? And so then you end up in, a, you know, down the street, and there's a neighborhood soccer game at, yeah. you know, ten thirty, yes. eleven o'clock. And it's not like I'm bringing a flask with me because then I'd be like Why that just degenerate <laughs> dad, that, you know. And yeah. so yeah, you come, you 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 go play soccer with the kids, yeah. you run around, you get yourself a little workout, knowing that okay, I'm. Uh, I'm probably going to be eating too many calories tonight. Yeah, there's that skinny guy mentality. But then you come back, you get self cleaned up, you you have your your brunch to 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 make sure you don't go too hard too early. And then yeah, I mean it's just a it's it's a, everybody's got a different process. Your process is wrong, but you know everybody's <laughs> got a different process. 
All right, the other uh, loose end is the uh, bourbon barrel benefit. It is over. Uh, one of our listeners won it. Yeah. He won Jim. Yeah, he won Jim. <laughs> That's great. Crazy. He doesn't even. No, he doesn't really he's drink. Not a drink. He's not a drinker. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't heck? drink. He just wanted to support there the are cause. So many people that are furious. <laughs> like I've got people texting me, "Who won? Who won?" And I tell them, "Some guy named James Miller." And what? What? Who is he? I was like, I don't know. He knows Souk though, and he doesn't drink. And everybody's. Just, I just give it like whether it's this giant emoji like with the eyes open or with like the middle finger or it's just a what with exclamation points like Double people whammy. are furious. Yeah. However, it should be what what I don't know if if Jim told you, Sue, but I what he's possibly talking about yeah. is opening up that bottle and uh, sharing it with people, um, whoever wants to come. Yeah, doing like a tasting. ship in a couple extra bucks that yeah. he would then donate again on oh, top cool. of that yeah. to the foundation. That's a great so idea. So that would be a pretty, it, it's, a, it's an unbelievably, and literally, like, that's the whole point of this, right. of our foundation, of our program, is building community and connection for our students, and, like, to have somebody in our first year doing this, say, you know what, I want to open this up to the community who helped donate. Yeah. So I don't know that we're going to be able to run this thing, but we may be passing out, um, sending out a quick little email yeah. to yeah. the people who participated to say, hey, if, if you and, is it Jim or James? Uh, it's, what does it, it go by? It, it's Jim, but I mean, it's it's either way, but he, it's, he goes by Jim. We call him P1 Jim. Yeah, P1 That's Jim. the way he always signs his yeah. text to our show. P1 Jim. So if you know, we, people may be emailing P1 Jim and uh, and hanging out and having a, a pour a Pappy 23 and a cigar. So yeah. you know, there's still there's there's still hope for you guys out yeah. there. But I will say, and, and I gotta say, thank you, huge thank you, not only to the two of you, but everybody who participated. We raised sixty seven thousand oh, dollars. That's awesome. It, with with no marketing, yeah. with no. You know, I, I told you guys about the the fiasco that we had to go through just to get our to get this whole thing in in you know to make it legal so that we could do it right. You know, no marketing, no. You know, we told we were told one day that you know, hey, the barrel's on its way, and then we're told like the next day, hey, it got stolen, and then you know, I mean, it was just an absolute cluster. And but at the end of the day, it's sixty seven thousand dollars. And the people from Buffalo Trace were so happy, not only with what we were able to do with the barrel, but what we do as an organization, that we're going to do it again next year. Awesome. And hopefully we can, you know, our goal is to double what we did this year. Uh, now that we have a little bit of footing and, and people know what's happening. And, um, I mean, huge thank you to you guys for helping me um, get the word out. And a huge thank you to everybody who participated because this was, this was we literally – we endowed in perpetuity half of the scholarship this year. Yeah, that's so great. we do this again, and and we are paying for somebody's school for eternity. Well, congratulations, well done, and it's awesome yeah. that it's uh, coming back next year because that's how you really yeah you, know, you keep you, doing you it every year. It was just ten cool. years from now, you're going to be raising hundreds of thousands. And it's cool. I, I know that Jim's not a, a drinking guy, but how awesome is it that he just he heard it and wanted to support the cause? You know, he just he bought a yeah. bought some raffle tickets just because he thought it was a good cause. Well, I and, don't think that's awesome because he won. <laughs> he won. But, I th- don't worry. I, I, it is funny. Like, yeah. I saw that. I saw people coming in. Like, somebody I bought like twelve tickets, and somebody I bought somebody bought fifty tickets. Wow! And like all these people, like just putting in a bunch of money, yeah. you know, a bunch of tickets, and Jim bought like two or three, <laughs> and, which is great. But it's like, hey, that computer, that random computer drawing that uh, that pulls it out. It doesn't matter how many you bought. Yeah. 
All right, let's pause. Um, we I was not going to bring up soccer. We don't have time for soccer. Uh, you mentioned. Oh, but what, you know what you could do? It just takes one, right? That's soccer. <laughs> yeah. It just takes one goal. That's right. And but they didn't the even get that. didn't get any of them. Yeah. Um, let's come back and talk about the Civil War. I've got, uh, well, I unfortunately we have to start with Joey Five Picks. We've got to go all the way back. I have questions. Okay. And then we'll get to. I'm, I'm um, good. Hey, I'm an open book. Yeah, let's do I know it. you are. That's why I love you. So we'll get to that. Joey five picks and a fumble. Don't don't. Oh, that's the right. Last one. Joey six yeah, turns. Don't, don't short him. <laughs> don't short him on the fumble. I about that. Joey six turns. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah, and tomorrow, nobody else has ever been blindsided on a three step drop on the six yard line. <laughs> Come on. Uh, tomorrow's game as well. Uh, when we return with Joey Harrington here, brought to you by Mods PDX on the fan. Okay, we're back with Joey Harrington, courtesy of Mods PDX. It is uh, Civil War week, and I will call it that because I don't have anything else to call it. Yeah. Uh, although you were saying platypus. Some people cup? are calling it the platy. The platy? You know, the I whole, don't mind that. You know, the natty, but instead of that, what the, do you the think? platy. Joey, do you have a name for the... Do you like the platy? So, do you have a so, name? I hate the platy. I'll, okay. be, I'll be honest. Um, because I, I think that's that's kind of... I don't know. Um, I was on board with the platypus simply because they found the trophy and, you know, like I thought, okay, this could be something cool that, that you know, takes the place of... Uh, the Civil War, but at this point, I don't, I don't care. And, I don't either. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's look, look. I the change happened during COVID, and it was brought. I mean, let's 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 give people the story. I've heard so many people saying, "Well, just because you know, so somebody who never played decided to get politically correct and change it." I'm not changing. Well, that, that's not what happened. Players, former players led by Dennis Dixon, and I don't know who the representative from um, Oregon State was, they came to the presidents of the university, and they said, we are asking to change this because of the connotation of our civil war and what that means for slavery and um, in, in our country and how that makes us feel as, as African Americans. And, and they came to some of us who had played and said, do you mind, I said, you know, or do you have feelings about this? And I said, whatever, I'm, I'm in support of my teammates i'm supportive in support of my family you know my my oregon football family and if they say this is something that is hurtful to them then i'm on board because it doesn't change the nature of this game it is still an oregon oregon state interstate rivalry game um so this was not like some trying to be PC, some guy in a closet somewhere just decided this was players who came to the president of the university to make it, to ask for this to happen. Now, it didn't really get, I don't know, publicized or, you know, it because it was during COVID and, you know, there was all sorts of other stuff going on. But that that's the situation that, that brought this about. And so now we're in a place that nobody quite knows what to call it. But you're right. It doesn't matter. This is going to be a, a great game yeah. and everybody's excited. Yeah. Um, it's the most I've excited. I've, I've, it's the most excited I've been in in a number of years. I mean, I, and I know it's not for the Pac-12 title on or the, the game on both sides. But when was the last time you had two teams top twenty-five and it felt like? I mean, it's a field goal game on in in Vegas, I and mean, it, re- it really feels like it could go either way. It's been a while since we've had well, one. Well, there's a lot riding on it. Yeah, too, you know? yeah, for Oregon. This is this is this is the scariest game of, yes. of Oregon season. I agree. I mean, and I've felt this for a couple of weeks now. You could see this brewing. You could see the way Jonathan, Jonathan Smith is building this program. You could see Oregon State's defense really start to lock in a couple of weeks ago, and and this is this is that game I mean, because if you look at all of Oregon's 
and call them challenge games or they're, you know, they're, they were all at home. They were all with, with the exception of last week, they were a healthy Bo Nix and a healthy offensive line, right? Last week, you didn't have a healthy bow or a healthy offensive line, but you had the, you had the benefit of being at home. You don't have that benefit this week. You're on the road at Reeser against a really good football team. Um, <laughs> this is the definition of, of, of a, a scary game. If, if you're Oregon, you better, well, you better be ready. Yeah, this is their Super Bowl too, and I always hate a team that's yeah. like that feels like that. I mean, they got nothing to lose, yep. man. It's going to be fun. Now, um, on on the Joey six turns tip, uh, five picks and a fumble. I was looking back at that game that was in two thousand. Uh, obviously, the this game, the Civil War. Um, was that a top ten matchup at the time? We were number we were number eight, and they were number six okay. for five. Okay. Yeah, they or maybe vice versa, but yeah, it was. We were both in the top ten. Yeah, and that was the year they beat Notre Dame in the in the Fiesta Bowl, right? Fiesta Bowl. Like, that right. team was. Yeah, they went yeah, eleven team, and one. That, that team was legit. Yeah, that, that defense. was Chad Johnson and T.J. Hushmanzada yeah. and Ken Simonton. Jonathan Smith was obviously the quarterback, um, but defensively, yeah, they were they were a good they were a good defense as well. Well, I use that as an example of like you, you just never know what happens in these rivalry games because you don't. I mean, that's not what you did. How many times you turn it over in your career? Probably not even. I mean, that, that's probably more than half of your turnovers at Oregon. The whole time you played there was in that one game. So strange things happen in games like this. My question is, what happened? You know, was it just one of those days? Four tip balls. Yeah. So it was just that's one of those days where the ball bounced. Yeah, by. there were there were four tip balls that that ended up getting picked off, and and that happens. The other one, <laughs> the other one is funny. I threw a ball to Justin Peel up the seam, and guy grabbed him from behind, and he, you know, he, he couldn't reach out for it. And so then, it, uh, Cookus, Jake Cookus had three of those picks, and that was the one that wasn't picked. And actually, I went screaming at the back judge after that to the hold. That back judge came up to me in the airport like two months later, and introduced himself and said I was your back judge and uh, I got downgraded on that call when I got reviewed afterwards because you were right. I was like, I, I know I was right, but thanks so much. <laughs> um, it, yeah, I mean, that, that just happens. And like I said, the, the fumble, we were still driving in the fourth quarter. We're down, I think we were down 10, um, driving with a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter down on about the six yard line. And we were just throwing a quick little three-step that I, I hesitated for a second and then got blindsided. Um, and sometimes the ball just bounces the wrong way. And that day, it bounced the wrong way every single time. Every time. And, yeah. It, well, it, they were good. It is, they, oh, they were, they were a phenomenal football team. But so were they, you. That was, but, yeah, so were we. But they were um, – People don't. I don't think people give them credit for how good they were that year, because they, if I remember correctly, they lost a close one to Washington. That was the that was the Tuiasasopo team that we beat. Um, there weren't too many teams in the country that could have beaten Oregon State that year, um, and and Dennis Erickson had that team absolutely rolling. Yeah, and they put the exclamation point on it too, beating Notre Dame. Yep. Uh, great! It's probably the best season I remember for Oregon State. Was, no, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think it's, it's close. It's their, it's their best season yeah. ever. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that's yeah. that's the best season they've ever had. And then the next year was at the time your best season ever, right? When you guys now you've since had a couple of of uh, title game runs, but um, that one was 
that uh, that Civil War was close, right? Didn't that one end up being seventeen fourteen or something? Oh, that, that was year? That, that was the Keenan Howry punt return when yep. the skies opened up. Yep. And yeah, I mean that that was that was the year where Oregon State was actually picked to finish number one in the country by right. Sports Illustrated yeah. with Ken Simonson coming back. And and I believe I uh, don't quote me. I'm not. Sh- did they finish six and five, five and six? You know, they they were right around that um, five hundred mark. Um, but that day they, they were, they were in our, you know, they, they were up in our jaw all day and, and it was a tough one. It was raining sideways yeah. and it was freezing cold. That was the first time they moved the game back to December. And so, um, yeah, it, that was a horrible, horrible football game again, which I played terrible, um, and and was bailed out by our defense and, and Keenan Howry on that, on that punt return. But, you know, with the exception of, what was it, 10 years where Oregon was just head and shoulders better than Oregon State. This game had been a back and forth. Um, I think it was a 20-year run where the home team won every game. And so this is always, always an incredibly competitive game. And I don't see this year being any different. I mean, this is going to be, in my mind, this is a game where Bo Nix is, is, could potentially cement himself into um i don't know if we'll call it you know into like you know cement his legacy after one year but you know could could absolutely make a mark on how he is viewed uh in history i mean this could be a game that that helps define how people think of bo nix should he need to to lead a game-winning drive here at the end against oregon state which i think is a very realistic possibility yeah especially if he's hobbled i mean if he's hobbled i think if if he's if he's hobbled and he 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 should be better than last week, but still, he he couldn't do anything last week, uh, especially, run, especially in the second half. Um, but they won, and he play he threw the ball great. If he has another game like that where everybody knows he's hurt and he pulls it out for him, he's going to the. I think he's going to the Heisman ceremonies with that win. If, I if hope he so. Does I mean, he's he's so so deserving of that. I don't think he'll win for um, a whole host of reasons. You know, like we've talked about, I don't think people will forget. I don't think people can forget about the first game against Georgia, but you would be hard pressed in finding anybody who's more deserving of being in that room in New York uh, come the end of the season. Yeah, it feels like you know whoever puts the exclamation point finishes thing off between Caleb Williams and C.J. Stroud. You know, it's it, it just feels like it's one of theirs to win at this point. To lose. Yeah, to, yeah. Or to, yeah, to lose. Like, who ends up having a, a better performance here in the final week and then in, the, in their respective title game? Right. Which, I don't know. It, it, I'm disappointed, or I should say, yeah, I'm disappointed that it has become a, such a quarterback-centric award. Yeah. Right? Much like the NFL MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's... The, the award is for the most outstanding player in college football. It's not the best player on the best team. Yeah. It's the most outstanding player in college football. And I don't know. I, I would like to see I'd like to see it move beyond the best player on the best team. Yeah, because every now and then you get a running back like you know it's that's about it. Like Alabama, it feels like if you have a, a dominant year and Alabama's quarterback isn't great, they'll give it to one of them. But then they give it to the running back. They give yep. it to the running back. But I'm trying to think: is it is Desmond Howard the last receiver? And he was kind of a a gadget guy. And we've had Charles Woodson. No, uh, Alabama. Uh, Waddle, uh, or not Waddle. Um, he was with the Eagles. Oh yeah, Devonte um, Smith. Smith. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Come you're right. Yep. I, f- I forget about him. Yep. So again, basically, just play for Alabama or be a quarterback. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, pretty much. I mean, it, it, defensively, Charles Woodson is the only one who is yeah. who has been. I mean, I I think of guys like Julius Peppers. I yeah. think of guys um, like Jadavian Clowney. Yeah. Like those players should absolutely be involved in this conversation. Um, but it's it's a shame that they're not. Where are your eyes tomorrow on this game? What's 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 big for you? Just Forsyth play. Yeah, yeah. That that that's it. That, that's the linchpin for me. He is. He runs the show. You saw the difference between an offensive line with Forsyth for the first what ten games and without last week against Utah. They were good. But they weren't dominant. They weren't great. They weren't running the ball all over people because that is what they're going to have to do against Oregon State tomorrow. This is not a game. I mean, if you look at Oregon State's defense, they're the only defense in the entire conference that has more interceptions than touchdown passes allowed. This is the best run defense in the Pac-12. And so you are going to have to control this. And, and, and their, their, their offense is going to be, they've got a young quarterback, but it's led by their running game. Like this is going to be a defensive, grind it out, 21-17, type of game. And if you expect to win that, it's not going to be on Bo's arm. That, 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 isn't, that isn't how I see this game playing out. I see this game being played out in the trenches because they're going to bring it at you. And if you're going to win in the trenches, you better have your seven. Yeah, Alex that, Forsyth has been the linchpin for this whole offense this year, and, and he's the key for me. Yeah, and, and if Oregon State, you know, they need to be healthy in the secondary too because if they are, they can do like what they did against USC. And Utah has some of this as well they did against Oregon. When you have elite corners – it changes it because you can play man on the outside. You can bring a safety down to commit to stopping the run and not worry about, you know, not worry about getting beat over the top. And teams that can do that can give Oregon problems. And, you know, we've seen right. Oregon State so be able to do that. How do you combat that, that Suk? How do you combat that? You run. <laughs> you just, if you're going to have an unblocked guy. Yep. Okay, so I'm. So we'll get we'll get uh, into the schematics here. I got an unblocked guy here coming down. Defense is shifting. Who's making the call at the line of scrimmage to change to make sure the correct guys are getting a hat on hat? Alex so Forsyth. You don't have contact exactly. Yep. Right. If they're going to be bringing an extra guy down, yep. if they're going to be playing eight in the box, somebody has to be making those line calls. Yep. Somebody has to say this guy's more of a threat. Yep. Safety's back and the linebacker up on this side. Therefore, I know pressure's coming here. I got I got my. My one technique on this side, you know, th- their tendency is they're sliding this direction. I can pass it off and come back. Like, those are the things that people don't pick up on. He does that so well. He is the leader of that group that we have all said has been the best offensive line in college football yep. all season. Yep. And if he plays, they win. I have a gambling note. I know you're not a gambling guy, but I'll leave it on this one for those who don't know. I saw this today, and I had to double-take it. Um, Oregon State has one, not only one, but they have covered every one of their last 12 home games. Really? Did you know that? <laughs> wow. Look at the burrito being a home field advantage. 12-0. and 0 Wow. Against the wow. spread. And they you call it the burrito barn, too? Yeah, I call it the burrito. Now it's only the half burrito, but yeah, I, I, I like calling the I like calling Reese or the burrito. <laughs> 
I've always called it the burrito barn, and yeah. no, I, I didn't know anybody else that, because that's what we grew up on. Yes. You know, those Reese's burritos out of the freezer. Okay, which one was your favorite? There was uh, bean and cheese. Bean. I there like was the, the red hot beef. No, I like the uh, the brown one. That was the beef and bean. The beef and the beef and bean. Yep, the brown wrapper. That was my go-to. But the bean and cheese was a there classic. The orange wrapper. Nothing wrong with the yep. bean and cheese orange wrapper after school. You were always left with the red hot beef. Yeah, no one wanted at, it. at the bottom. Of no that. one wanted it. Like, is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. kids don't like spicy. That's no. that's the uh, that's no. I don't know. You're always left with that at the end. <laughs> it was the bastard. But you know, you know how you cut, you got around that. Mm. You took a big old slice of Tillamook cheese, and you melted it on top of the beef and bean. Oh, look at that. To just kind of mellow it out a little bit. I like, oh, yeah. I like where that... Where was that 35 years ago? Wow. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, congrats knowledge. on... The, knowledge. Knowledge, yes. Uh, wisdom. Experience. Uh, congrats on the uh, bourbon benefit. It should be a great game tomorrow. Enjoy it, and uh, we will talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. See ya. Joey Harrington, each Friday here on the show, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Let's get to the club next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.